Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 28th. Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday is the day to take the um, pennies, I assume, that you have left over from Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday, and donate them to the nonprofit of your choice. Got them right after all the big purchases were done. Did you already buy that TV? Awesome. Hey, <laughs> do you mind tossing the change somewhere? Excellent timing. No, hey, don't make, hey, don't make fun of it. It's, it, it is genuinely like, it, it's good. I'm a nonprofit. It's a great day, but it is funny timing. And now the news. We, of course, start with the Israel-Hamas war as on Friday, what was meant to be just a four-day truce began, with Hamas promising to release hostages in exchange for Palestinians that Israel is currently holding. Over the course of those four days, at least 69 hostages were released, as well as at least 117 Palestinians. Then on Monday, as that four-day ceasefire was set to expire, an additional two days were added on, with the possibility of more days being added, with Israel saying that they will extend it one day for every 10 additional hostages released. Aid trucks are continuing to flow into the area, bringing food, water, and medicine to those in the Gaza Strip, where more than 14,500 people have died and 1.7 million have been displaced. Here in America, near the University of Virginia, three college students of Palestinian descent were shot at close range over the weekend. While they are expected to survive, one was left with a spinal injury. The shooter, a 48-year-old white man, is being held without bail after being charged with three counts of attempted murder. House Speaker Mike Johnson said that he spoke at length with George Santos over the House's holiday recess about his options ahead of a likely third vote, possibly this week, to make uh, George go bye-bye. But like, what are the options? Leave now or leave when you're voted out? This doesn't feel like a long conversation. What else did they, at length? What else are they talking about? Thanksgiving Day plans? How much they love Trump? I do feel like Mike Johnson wanted to ask about OnlyFans, but decided not to. But it's a pickle because he wants to know, but he can't Google it because then his son will see it. I haven't really talked about that before on here because it's weird and gross. But um, if you don't understand this reference, also, but speaking about his sons, that's not the only like weird thing going on. Um, he's got some weird family stuff in. Well, yeah, but also um, for this specific thing, if you go onto his house website, there's a great family photo with him and his wife and his kids, four kids, two girls and two boys, except apparently he also has a secret son. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, but Kim, a lot of Republicans probably have secret families and relationships because they're so committed to the bit and their brand that they can't live their full and authentic lives in public. To which I'd say, yeah, totally. This is still weird. Because in addition to the two sons in the photo, Mike Johnson has a third son, Michael. Kind of. I mean, um, hang on, his name is Michael, but it's he's he is his son, kind of? When he was 27... Johnson, and there's some conflicting stories about whether or not he was married when this happened or he was simply dating his now wife, took custody of a black 14-year-old named Michael. 
Mike Johnson was 27 when he did that. So he's only 13 years older than him. Also, I say took custody and not adopted because they chose not to adopt him because of the, quote, lengthy adoption process, which is so weird. And he previously compared their story to the blind side. And that didn't go well. So it, um, you know, whatever. Maybe it's totally innocent and nothing nefarious is going on there. But it's weird. That's for sure. Not the weirdest thing about him, though. That's also for sure. Anyway, this is a story about a phone conversation. And also to give you a hey little heads up that um, it's looking like possibly this week there could be a third vote to expel George Santos. And um, it is very likely now that the ethics report is out that he will not make it through that vote. A three-week teacher strike in Portland, Oregon has come to an end with a tentative deal struck on Sunday. The deal includes a 6.25% raise in the first year, followed by a 4.5% the next year and 3 the third year, which is about right in the middle of the offer and ask at the beginning of the strike. Thanks to holidays and other planned days off, the 45,000 students in the district had 11 days off because of the strike. I'm sure this is not the exact thing that those students want to hear right this second because now they got to go back to school and that's probably a bummer. But um, hey, kids, strikes work. They're miserable and preventable, but they work. And that's it. That's the news. I feel like there was something else I wanted to tell you. I can't think of it now, though. If I think of it, I'll tell you tomorrow. I'm proud of nonprofits. If you want, you can head to my personal social media or at WeAreVotersORG. And we've got a few different ways that you can help make a difference with my nonprofit today and every day for free. That's right. That's our little twist on Given Tuesday is um, we're going to ask for some free help. That'll take like two seconds. We just want people to vote. That's all. It's also French Toast Day. And I love French toast. Big time. I know that I've talked about pancakes in the past. I'm really good at making pancakes, but I really love French toast. But this is a breakfast podcast now. But more than that, more than some thick cut French toast with a raspberry compote, a little whipped cream on top, because nothing says a Sunday like you. Is that a saying? I think it should be a saying. Hey, nothing says a Sunday like you. I'm proud of you.